Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Holy Ship. We are so excited. Um, This week is our Physical Boundaries episode, and we are joined by Lexi Ludlum. Lexi has lived in New York for around two years now, and she's studying media, culture, and the arts at the King's College, and she's a dear, dear friend of mine, um, and like, yeah, basically a sister. So love her so much. So excited to hear everything that she like has to say today. Um, and yeah, we're just going to like start a discussion on physical boundaries and like hear each other's opinions. So we're really excited. So Lexi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to talk about this. This is a great topic. Oh, it's gonna be so great. Yeah, I think just to start off, like, can you tell us, are you in a relationship right now? Or like, what's your dating status? Yeah. Um, so I've been in a relationship uh, with my current boyfriend for, uh, two years and some months now it's been a little bit longer um and actually a lot of it has been long distance because he's back home where I'm from in Tennessee um and we yeah so that's long distance but it's it's going great and he's pretty cool yeah I'm actually really excited that you're long distance because that always offers like unique perspective too it is yeah because I feel like especially in long distance there's kind of that pressure for certain physicality Mm -hmm. when you are visiting yeah and yeah yeah so I guess now I'm gonna like ask Emma the same question Emma are you like are you in a relationship right now or like (laughs) what's the deal with your dating life yeah I'm actually so glad that Lexi's relationship is long distance because I'm currently in a long distance relationship I know so exciting um but I think the biggest thing that you um, just briefly briefly touched on that I'm sure we'll go deeper into is that time when you are together. Um, what does that mean physically? Um, I kind of call it like, I, I only see my boyfriend when we're in person for a very short period of time. So I kind of call them like these honeymoon weekends where it's just like a lot of in-person in a short amount of time. Um, And yeah, so like, what does that mean physically um, when you're in a long distance relationship? But yeah, I like the description of it. (laughs) That's a good, that's a very good description. Yeah. When you're together with your boyfriend, how long is he from like your hometown? Do you get to see him for a little bit? Yeah. So he's, he's from my hometown. So I was remote for the past year with school. Right. Um, so I got to see him basically every day because he also lived like five minutes from me. So like Amazing. we weren't long distance and it was great. But as I'm back in the city, he'll come visit me like every month or so. And then I'll come back home every often. So it's kind of like we try and make it like consistently every month or every two months. Do you guys always set a date for when you're going to see each other again? Or is it sometimes like... yeah. Yeah, we try to just to have something to look forward to because I feel like long distance can kind of be like just this path with no like light at the end of the tunnel, it feels like sometimes. And so having something to look forward to is such a nice thing to have because 
you know, couples that are together all the time, they don't understand, like, it's like, you, you need that light at the end of the tunnel because mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so, you know, we're talking about physical boundaries today. And I think, you know, in our first season, we were talking about sex. We were very straightforward just about like our beliefs on like the different types of physical touch, different sexual activities, all of that jazz. And then, you know, our second season, we talked about purity. Um, so, yeah, now we're moving into boundaries. And I think physical boundaries, you know, are talked about a lot, but I think they're kind of the most difficult in my opinion just because and maybe that's just because I'm like very physical but yeah I'm like curious in your relationship do you have and this is like for both of you guys can ask me the same thing um do you have physical boundaries in your relationship and are they like explicitly stated or is it just kind of like a we know you know yeah I mean I know my boyfriend and I had that talk like very early on we were also friends Mm -hmm. for a long time before we got together so my beliefs and everything were kind of like stated and he feels very similar but we kind of had that from the beginning and also through the wisdom of other couples that we knew it really helped us to kind of set those up because especially like Emma was saying in those honeymoon periods like you know sometimes sometimes your feelings get the best of you and sometimes it doesn't match what your like heart needs Mm -hmm. and what like the boundaries that you like truly believe in kind of in the moment Mm -hmm. thing um so yeah we kind of talk about that early on and then if things come up where it feels like oh this this doesn't like feel right this feels like something was crossed like that's kind of like it's always like an open discussion it's never like just kind of like Mm -hmm. I guess like just like straightforward like this is it this is it you know yeah yeah Emma what like is that experience been like for you and like in your current relationship or even past relationships yeah I think um have yeah I think having it be a open discussion is really important because you know you can do your best with like setting boundaries or like stating your intentions but especially in long distance relationships or when you're in that mentality like you're not going to see a person for a long time or it's that um scarcity mentality Mm -hmm. um you know, it doesn't just apply to people, it applies to things and stuff. But like psychologically, that's what happens to us. And we kind of go like a little crazy. So I think having it be an open discussion is really important. And just continually center yourself with your partner, with God, and like in your relationship to just talk about like, why what's going on um and to reevaluate i think in my other relationships it was a little bit easier to hold to boundaries but it wasn't like it wasn't a whole lot easier Mm -hmm. you know so it's not you can't just say that like oh it's only the long distance couples that struggle um you know i think the only difference is maybe maybe you didn't see, or like in my past dating experience, maybe I didn't see my boyfriend for a long period of time in a short period of time. Like maybe I didn't Mm -hmm. see him for a whole day. You know, maybe I only saw him for a date or like a few hours and I would just do that every day or every other day and weeks, months. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of been my experience with boundaries is Mm -hmm. just making sure that, you know, your intentions are clear like here's you know definitely I don't want to cross this line like I don't feel comfortable 
um, you know, and here's all the reasons why. And then just making sure that's clear up front. And then if you do fall short, you come back and you say, look, you know, let's talk. Um, I think that's important. I actually also like in the past, well, I still do like really struggle with physical boundaries because, or like, no, I don't struggle with physical boundaries. I struggle with like stating the physical boundaries because it's like kind of awkward. Like when I'm like, you're first seeing someone, you know, and I'm like trying to like say everything. And like, I like, honestly, have like such a hard time hyping myself up to get to that conversation and like actually say anything. Yeah. Which is like so bad. And like in prior relationships, and like this has kind of been brought up like in earlier seasons, but I was like so loosey goosey with it. I was like, listen, we can't have sex, but I don't really know anything else. You know what I mean? Like, haha, like we can do whatever. Um, And like, that was my only boundary. And like, you know, like into the relationships, I'd be like, oh, like, you know, I feel like a little uncomfortable doing that. You know what I mean? And like, we would like kind of go from there, but like, I never like went into a relationship like, hey, here's like my beliefs on boundaries, like they're X, Y, and Z, um, you know, all that jazz. But I actually had a relationship and I was like so proud of myself because, you know, we we had just decided we were going to start dating and I was like, okay. And like, this is when like, you know, I was like in this like last year and a half where I was like, I know what like my beliefs are. I know what my physical boundaries are. And I was like, I'm going to say them at the start of the relationship. So I don't cross any, you know? And like, I like sat him down. I was like, okay, so we need to talk about boundaries. And he was like, oh boy. (laughs) I was like super excited because I like finally knew what they were. Um, But yeah, and like told him and like, it went like kind of well. It went well, like on my end, but you know. Yeah. I think another thing too is like, you can cross physical boundaries that maybe you didn't want to cross Mm -hmm. and then you can like recross it or uncross it. Yes. (laughs) Backwards. (laughs) Yeah, no, because it's, you know, like I was saying, like some things happen in the moment and you realize Mm -hmm. like, oh, I was really, I was really not, not okay with that. And when your partner is like, okay, with just kind of like pushing it back, I think that is so important. And like you were saying, Lydia, like finally getting that courage to like, kind of do it up front. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it is important to kind of address it up front, just so it's not like a surprise to your partner either, because they're not going to know, like your physical needs and then mm-hmm. your physical boundaries unless you state them. And if they cross them and like they, you know, they, they won't know. Yeah. So stating it from the beginning, I feel like that's something that's so important. And then just keeping it as an open mm-hmm. conversation because throughout a relationship, I feel like you can find things that you're like, Oh, I didn't ever realize that this is not something I wanted before. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I think a very hard part and you both can chime in on this is when you're making or trying to keep like physical boundaries is one person in my experience maybe this isn't true but from what I've heard from what I've personally experienced there's always going to be one person more uh diligent with Mm -hmm. them than the other and um like, I don't think this only applies to, you know, like girls being the diligent ones. Yeah, definitely. Because Lydia and I have talked about this before. Like, girls are very horny and needy too. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I think because there's always going to be one person who's a little bit more diligent with it, that can be really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, I can be very, like, adamant about 
my boundaries and I can be talked out of it very easily. <laughs> um, and I think that's, that's a hard thing to do. So in that, that situation, it's like, how do you, I guess, what would your advice, both of you, what would your advice be to maybe like having a conversation after, um, like lines have been crossed or, or like in the moment, how to, I guess, cool down if you will. Um, I don't know, just like advice for other people. Yeah. Yeah. I know like when those have been, sometimes it's been ended like in the moment, sometimes it's like later on because you don't realize it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't realize it until later on you're sitting down and you're away from it and you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't great. But I feel like, yeah, like you're saying, like there's always that, diligent one and then there's the one that's not so and I feel like it's also important to address to the one that's not as diligent like your need um for them to follow or like like an accountability person and I know Mm -hmm. that sounds like kind of weird but like (laughs) you know in the moment like even though you have like these desires and the beliefs that like things can always like get heated up and so having that person, even if, like, they may not be as, like, diligent in it, like, having them be that accountability and, like, separate from it, even if that's not necessarily what they want, but knowing that you, like, need that, I feel like that's such an important thing because, I mean, most of the time in a relationship, you know, not everyone's going to have the same physical boundaries, but being able to be accountability for each other is so important because if it's just, like, one person, like... Mm-hmm desiring it and one person not and then it yeah so if that makes sense yeah definitely I think like for me I guess like my first piece of advice would be to find someone who like shares like a general conviction that like you have and like we've talked about this I'm pretty sure in like season one where like at least I want like a guy who wants to honor God and glorify God with his sex life. I feel like that's going to align you guys on like a lot of the same physical boundaries. Maybe not like all of them, but like, I think that general, like how do we honor each other and how do we honor God? Like in a relationship opens up like a great boundaries conversation, but then yes, obviously things do get very heated and lots of times you do cross boundaries. I do that very easily because I'm definitely the I'm definitely the one that's not as diligent in relationships and will definitely cross the line. Um, but yeah, I think I guess the conversation afterwards is yeah, it's just being open and also I think just being honest about like if you do struggle with that, like kind of like putting like safeguards in place mm-hmm. for yeah. that, but then like discussing like, hey, like yeah, we did go too far, like like that happened, like trying to take the shame away from it, but then also like acknowledging that like it probably shouldn't happen again. And yeah, I think like just yeah. talking about it yeah. like helps a lot because you don't want like one person to be like stewing in shame. Like, you know, like I feel like getting out and yeah. talking about it, realizing like, you know what, everyone makes mistakes. Things like this do happen. Yeah. And like we can like move forward, you know? Yeah. yeah just continual open conversation. That's mm-hmm. like the key and what you're saying you want you want your partner to align with you at least in some ways yeah especially wanting to honor god through that and it's Mm -hmm. very hard when which i'm luckily enough like we're both kind of like very similar in that 
but you know like not all people are and sometimes it's like very difficult to have a partner that's like completely opposite of that mm-hmm. and um I don't know where I was going with that but <laughs> yeah like being able to talk to that person and and not just state those boundaries and then that person follow them because they want to follow them solely for you but also mm-hmm. like follow them for God and for you like yeah not just to like please you or look good but to like for for like the mm-hmm. good reasons all the yeah, good that, reasons. that actually I had a story I was going to share later on but this is a perfect segue <laughs> so when I was talking about like me being super enthusiastic about this boundaries conversation I had with this one guy um he was like actually like the first guy that I was like really 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 liked and I feel like it was like you know I was like finally an adult at this point you know and I feel like it was like my first like adult like love type of situation um so yeah we had this conversation and he was not I'll say like a active Christian he's more of like a cultural Christian where like you go to church on Easter but it's not like an active part of like your life yes yes (laughs) but yes like I like was talking with him about boundaries he's like yeah like yeah we can like totally have those boundaries like I like want to respect you and I was like yeah like well I'm like doing this because like I want to glorify God and like honor him like through this. This is like a really strong conviction I have. He was like, yeah, like I don't necessarily feel the same way. And like in past relationships, like obviously he's gone like a lot farther too. Um, I guess not obviously he had, <laughs> but him, he was just like, yeah, like I'll like do that out of respect for you. But like, I don't necessarily share the same like convictions getting me to those boundaries. And I ended up ending things with him because of that which was hard, but honestly, like knowing myself, I know I'll push things and I need a guy who's like, honestly going to be more diligent about it and be like stronger and like shutting me down sometimes. Um, and like, I don't like, I think like if the convictions aren't the same, like he actually, like I know he wanted because we did definitely cross boundaries, but yeah, it's just like hard because I always do want to cross them. And then I'm actually going to transition this into. It's okay, Lydia. I have a question if you're not going to transition. Yes, I, my mind literally went blank there. <laughs> completely you didn't blank. ask me, Lydia, what my piece of advice would be. Oh, yes. What's your piece of advice? <laughs> not like I have much advice to offer, but it's a piece of advice and a question because oh. I've always wondered about this. I've always thought like the piece of advice to helping keep physical boundaries would be to not put yourself in places of temptation. So like my question is also like what do you guys think about so places of temptation is kind of like vague. So the first thing I'm like, you know, don't like be in the same room at night like in your bedroom like really tired, like that's Mm going to lead to somewhere where you don't have a ton of accountability. Um, Other instances could just be like in public key places that are kind of private. Like what do you think of chaperones, if you will, or like third party guests? Um, (laughs) Because I actually had a friend who, or she's like a mentor to me, she is very good with keeping physical boundaries in her relationship. And I think her and her boyfriend are actually 
going to get engaged soon. But she, yeah, she's great. And she's never, she's like never in a room alone with him. Oh, dang. Which um, for me, I'm like, that seems impractical in New York. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah. So like, what do you think there? Is that a good way to help keep physical boundaries? Is that practical? Is that good? Thoughts? So I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, yes, I totally agree that you should not be putting yourself in situations like where you will be tempted. However, that's really hard to do a lot of times. One, I think you like, you don't always have a third person like around also in New York specifically, again, this does not apply to every situation, but in New York, it's hard because I mean, you basically always have roommates. Some like obviously exceptions there, but like for the most part, that'd be a good thing. Well, yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Not a bad thing. But I think it's like hard because like everywhere else is so public. You know what I mean? Like there's always a ton of people. It's hard to like kind of get that quiet, like alone time, which Mm -hmm. I do think you need in a relationship in order to grow and like be vulnerable in. But then I feel like it does put you into some tricky situations just because of the way like New York is where it's like very public. There's not like you have a car ride. You know what I mean? Like. You know, like a car to go to. It's like in your living room where your roommates are out there. And it's like, do you want to have a deep conversation while they're like cooking in the kitchen next to you? Or do you go into the bedroom and have a quiet conversation? You know, it's just like. You go for a walk, Lydia. You go for a promenade like they did long ago. (laughs) First off, yeah, it does get cold. Yeah, put on a coat and you put some hot hands (laughs) in your jacket. Sometimes having conversations it's just emotionally draining and it's like a you need to sit down sometimes yeah. you're crying I hate crying in front of people I'm not oh, trying to cry in front, in front of, of like all of you yeah no thank you because sometimes they ask you how you are and it's like please don't say that or I'll cry more yeah so I think it's yeah. just like difficult and obviously I don't think there's like a right answer and I do think you can be alone and not cross the lines obviously mm-hmm. but I think it's like hard obviously not impossible and I do think like if that's something you like want to do then yeah you should do it and like you'll make it work I think that's just hard for me I also don't think I want that if that yeah so I think it's like something you have to desire yeah I have like a mini story for this so story time um I am friends with a couple who's married. So they're like older than me. They're like thirties. Um, and they both have had like sex before marriage, but Mm -hmm. they're Christians now. And like, that's something that like really kind of like altered their relationship. Like, um, because you know, he, he was kind of like a player and kind of got around and she only had had sex with like one guy before and he was kind of manipulative. So like combining the player moves, with, like, the fear of the manipulation, like, really, like, had, like, a struggle in their relationship. And, like, they were telling this story to me and my boyfriend, like, um, we, it was kind of, like, just, like, in a group setting, and like, they just brought it up. And I feel like that kind of, like, showed us, like, okay, like, you know, even though, like, I love you, and you're not, like, manipulative person, and you're not, like, a player or anything like that, like, this is, like, it is really something that will affect, like, in the long run. And, and like kind of it people don't realize like how much it can really like change the way you Mm -hmm. view sex when boundaries are crossed and how even though it's like someone you trust like later on um 
But anyways, that to say, after that conversation, we kind of realized like, okay, like we do want to set up these accountability, like kind of like, like boundary areas. And so like one of the things like very simple, like if, cause I, most of our relationship was spent in Tennessee and my parents' <laughs> house. Yeah. So it's like, if mom and dad are home, we can keep the bedroom door open and chill in there. If they're not home, we're staying in the couch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, and then, I mean, there's sometimes when we're with other people, but I feel like you also need to learn to first, like, be comfortable and, like, privacy with one another, like, just the two of you. And second, like, you need to um, also, like, learn that accountability and learn like how to control that within yourself mm-hmm. and like with, with each other, like kind of like learn to do that without like a proxy. Like, I feel like you can do that in the beginning, especially if like things feel like they're altering and changing, but I feel like it's also like, yes, have those boundaries set in place and certain things and everyone's different. But for him and I, it was just kind of like, all right, so we are going to be sitting on a couch and not laying in a bed when no mm-hmm. one is home, <laughs> you know? that kind of stuff I think like I do have a caveat to my previous rant um one I do think the door open rule is a good rule and I also like a boundary I have is that a guy can't sit on my bed it's like yeah guys can't be in my bed like even if it's just like sitting there which I have a nice comfy chair they can sit on in my room but like <laughs> this just is like that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah, I do think like yeah, there are like specific things that you have for when we are alone. But yes. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, now living with roommates and not parents, it's a lot easier to cross in things. People think, like, oh, like, yeah, with my parents, I definitely don't want. Like, I don't, even like the thought of your parents coming home, like with me, like sitting next to a guy. I'm like, <laughs> like, heck no. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like. When they come home, we are just acquaintances. Uh, yeah. We can, like, exchange a firm handshake. Um, no, but, yeah, it's interesting to see it with roommates because, like I said, like, my boyfriend, he'll actually, like, stay the night here. He sleeps on the couch, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, even, like, with them, it's kind of, like, kind of making sure somebody's home and we're not, like, lying in my bed when no one's home mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I'm like, I'm making my roommates my parents in this situation. Dead. Because I feel like I would still be mortified if my roommates like saw anything. It's true. <laughs> I had very healthy relationships in college. I think because of my roommate situation, um, and yeah, I lived in um, like a studio, but it was kind of like separated with an alcove. So like I had a little section, and then my roommate had a little section. And it was nice because sometimes we would have both of our boyfriends like be over at the same time. And, and like, we were, you know, all there kind of like, there was no funny business happening, but at the same time we had a little bit of privacy. Um, And so that was great. Yeah. I think, I think it gets harder, especially when you get older and you live alone. Um, you know, and you don't have that accountability anymore. And like, just, you know, even, even if you are living in New York City, you most likely will have roommates. But I feel like as the older, you know, you get, and even if like, you're still, you know, dating and 30s and 40s, like, 
you know, you're probably living alone. And so you won't have that accountability anymore. To, to notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? Also, yeah. Are you living alone currently, Emma? Yeah. So what I'm living, so what I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. I'm living. I'm living. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, what I'm learning now is I think what I would be learning you know, five, even, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years down the road, I always wanted to be self-sufficient and responsible and have like my own place. So I'm learning now what I thought yeah. I would be in five years is like, how do you manage yourself? Well, your relationships, like your time, how to honor your commitments, um, you know, and it's so hard. It's so hard when you don't have other people Mm-hmm. helping you and um or leaning upon them to hold you accountable yeah. um so I just my heart goes out to you know everybody who's in that situation they have yeah. to kind of self-govern there um because it's difficult so yeah I have like kind of like the next like question in this kind of like tan- tangential to that but how did you guys cut? <laughs> Like tangential? <laughs> is that a word? Is that a word? There is. I think no it's a word. If that's a word, I am using that in my daily life. Tangential. Like it's like it? tan- like you know tangent. Tangential. Yeah. I think I've written that or written that on a paper. Wow, English is going great today. Okay. Um. Whatever. <laughs> Regardless, I have a tangent off of what we were just talking about. How do you guys come up with boundaries? We talked like a lot about, you know, like staying on the couch or not in bed, like different things like that. But did you guys like sit down and you're like, okay, this is okay, but this is not okay. Like what was your like process creating boundaries? And I think we should like all go around and share. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Do you want to go first, Lexi? You're welcome to go first, Emma, because I'm going to think some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I originally had like all of these boundaries that I did not want to cross mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, they were good and upheld in my very, very early relationships, like first year of college, last year of high school type relationships. As I got older, those boundaries quickly left. And I realized that a part of this open dialogue that you have with your other um it's significant (laughs) yeah no 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 okay you're significant usually when people say significant other they mean like spouse I would just say spouse I'm definitely like if I'm dating someone like that's my significant other but okay no it's just an other I like other better it's like the other screaming (laughs) how was your date with your other (laughs) oh my gosh All right. So yes, a part of that ongoing conversation, I have now learned that if crossing a certain boundary makes you confused, guilty, I don't know, upset, any sort of, this is a very like hedonistic, I feel like judgment or assessment of the situation, like bad vibes, don't do it. But seriously, I, I just had a like come to Jesus moment in my life where 
like boundaries that I've crossed have made me feel maybe closer to my boyfriend at the time, but much further away from God. Mm-hmm. And from that, I, I backtrack and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. And I then bring that up to the person that I'm dating. And I have been well received thus far. Um, and so I think that's, that's kind of been my method when there are some boundaries that I wish I could keep that. I don't think I'll be able to keep, you know, going, going forward because it's like, once you've crossed that line, it's like, how do you go back Um, for more like simple things? Like a small part of me was like, Oh, I never want to, I never want to sleep next to my boyfriend before Mm. I'm married. Um, But, and and maybe not like, you know, sleep naked, but just like fall asleep together. Uh Like, Mm -hmm. You know, that's a boundary that I think that I'll never be able to uncross because, you know, like, I don't know. What if you're watching a movie together and like someone like lays, lays down or yeah. I, I don't know, you know, like that's a very small, small boundary in the grand scheme of things. Something that I had in my head that I wanted to keep. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe I will uncross that. Who knows? But yeah, I kind of just. I I pray about it. And I really think like, did this draw me further from God? Am I only thinking about the pleasure of myself and the pleasure of my boyfriend in this moment? Or am I thinking about God? And like nine Mm -hmm. times out of 10, if I'm like, (laughs) not thinking about God, then I probably shouldn't do that. So yeah. Oh, I, a lot of what you said is true. And the sleeping next to each other thing is also like one of the boundaries I have set up. And that was crossed because like I take him on like family trips and like we sleep Mm -hmm. in separate rooms. And that's like something like I've made clear, but (laughs) like the last night that we were on the trip, some more people came. So they had the room. And so we, (laughs) my boyfriend and I slept next to each other with my parents also in the room. And I was like, you know, (laughs) This is okay. (laughs) Because my parents are sleeping in the room too. And like, at first we were literally going to sleep on like the air mattress together. And I looked at my mom was like, mom, no, like, I don't want to, I don't want the first time. Like I sleep next to my boyfriend to be sandwiched between my parents. Like that's not happening. Oh, I thought you were like trying this boundary with your mom. I was like, holy cow. She was like, why? It's not weird. It's like, mother, please. Please don't make me do this right here. <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely, I feel like I came into like thoughts of relationships with a lot more boundaries than I like now have. And that's also just like growing in as, a, as an adult and not being like a teenager. Well, Lexi, thank you so much for joining us. We hope everyone enjoyed our conversation on physical boundaries. Obviously, this is really complicated and it kind of changes per person. So we're really interested to hear everyone's thoughts on this topic. And yeah, just let us know what you thought of this episode. We'll do some Instagram polls and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. As always, if you have any questions or concerns, you can either DM us or email at us 
email us at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, we look forward to hearing everything you have to say, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode.